At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, you are now tuned into the Investor Show with your gracious host, the Prince of Investing, Prince Dykes, coming to you guys and girls live all the way from the beautiful state of New York, New York City, NYC. See, I got you guys. So I was going to say Denver, Colorado, but of course, I'm on the road right now in New York City, and I was dropping this podcast for this particular reason. Now, the thing about it, this is an exclusive exclusive. When I say exclusive exclusive, I mean an exclusive exclusive. I have actor, check it out. I got the actor and R&B singer, star, Grammy nominated. I don't know his whole thing, but you know you know him from Transformers. And we know him from uh, Transformers and Fast and Furious, Mr. Tyrese Gibson. He, uh, we have him. We also have Oscar nominated uh, actor, Naomi Harris. And we had a director, Dion Taylor. We got them all talking about the new movie called Black and Blue, which comes out next Thursday, October 24th. Not next Thursday, but it comes out October 24th. It hit the theaters. I'm going to go see it. But I had the exclusive opportunity to sit down and talk to them. Here to talk about the their new movie. And you know, of course, being the investor show, we had to ask them. We had to ask about some finances in the entertainment industry so y'all sit back y'all check it out and listen to mr tyrese gibson miss naomi harris and mr Dion taylor um i just wanted to jump on really quick man before we start and say thank you this will be our last session thank y'all for being crazy enough to be spontaneous and impulsive and do this at the last minute I know it's really early for some of y'all. Me and Naomi, we're over here in London right now. So it's approaching 9 p.m. Um, we have our director, Dion Taylor, on the phone. Uh, Naomi is on the call. And, you know, I just have this thing, this overwhelming filming, uh, sorry, this overwhelming feeling about, you know, press and PR folks and publicists that normally put us in the room with all the A++ well-established outlets, entertainment tonight, access Hollywood, you name it. And, you know, I just believe in the little engine that could. I apologize. I believe that rather you got 10,000 or 100,000 or, you know, 50 million followers or blogs or traffic on your website, everybody deserves a shot at interviewing people that are out there really doing their thing. And so, again, thank you for being spontaneous and being a part of this call. And, um, you know, hopefully you will write something and say something really special about our movie Thursday night, January 24th. I'm sorry, October 24th. Okay. This is Prince Dyke from the Investor Show. First, I want to say congratulations to... uh, Tyrese, Naomi Harris, and Mr. Dion Taylor on your movie Black and Blue. Uh, I will be at the movie theater. My question for you 
is for Ty Tyrese. I'm seeing that you've hey. had success in the music business and also the movie business. If you had a chance, if somebody came up to you, some people coming to you and they want to invest, which industry would you invest into and why? Which industry would I invest in between music and movies? Yes. Uh, right now, I would probably invest in movies. You um, have a particular reason why would you choose that? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to give it to you right now. The music business sucks right now. Um, <laughs> you know, when it comes to streaming services and uh, the profits, are not there as much as they used to be pertaining to survival. Most of the people I know that are singers and rappers that are just in music and they don't act and they don't have any, you know, they haven't been able to diverse their portfolio and diversify their portfolio in real estate and other tech companies and whatever else. It's really hard to put that much time and energy into your craft. And then they say to you that, until 1,100 people listen to your album, it doesn't count as one album sale. You're basically taking advantage of my time and energy and work and my gift and giving me $2 for it. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't work for free. I got love for what I do. I have passion for it. But you're not supposed to have these kind of bills and overhead to not be able to take care of business. So if I were to put my money up right now, it would definitely be in movies. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hi, Sierra with uh, Shing Magazine. My my question is for Naomi, and uh, thank you, Tyrese, for sharing that with us. I mean, that, that really makes me feel great about being on the call. But uh, there are so many layers to your character, Naomi, in this film. She's a black female police officer. Given the climate of race, politics, gun control, and women empowerment, what are your hopes for the discussions that will likely take place after seeing the film? Like, what is it that you hope we will talk about uh, around these topics and the layers that your character portrays? I think um, <clears throat> all of those topics, I would love for uh, the discussions to be as wide ranging and as deep and uh and as uh, and to go on for as long as possible, really. You know, this is a movie that is meant to be enjoyable and fun and a, and a roller coaster ride that has everybody on the edge of their seat. But seats. But it also is a movie that is designed to inspire uh, discussions about things that are happening now that are relevant and uh, important and that people should be having discussions about. Um, but I think the main kind of message that I would love people to take away from the movie, watching the movie, is um, what Alicia says towards the end of the movie, which is this whole thing of be the change. The fact that the change starts and ends with you. Um, so often we want things to change outside of ourselves and we look to other people to do that for us. And we don't realize the agency that we ourselves have. And we don't utilize that power. And, uh, you know, Alicia is a wonderful example of how, you know, she wants to see change happen. So she is that change. Um, and therefore, she changes uh, a whole community and a whole culture of uh, corruption uh, within her department. And she exposes that. 
And uh, I'd love people to take that message away, to realize that, you know, to ask themselves, what are they going to stand up for? What do they truly believe in? What are they truly fighting for? Um, and I think that is the most powerful message of the movie. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Nikki, did you make it on the call? No, Nikki yet? Shaysar? Yes, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Hi, this is Shay Star, Power 107.1 FM and 41 NBC News. Um, this is really just to whoever wants to answer. I know that with, you know, p police brutality being what it is right now in our country, what message in um, – what message and what stigmas are we trying to send out to people with the, with the movie? Because I know a lot of times movies have hidden messages. What exactly is it is, is it that we're trying to stick in people's <clears throat> mind when it comes to the black community? This is Tyrese. My pleasure uh, for having you on the call. Um, well, to be honest with you, a movie like this was long overdue. Um, I mean, how many more stories is going to flood our timelines, be all over entertainment radio, the morning shows, and the topics around police brutality, and, and clearly a criminal justice system in America that, that don't really cater to the needs and wants uh, or any type of favoritism on any level towards black people and Latinos, which take up the majority of the prison population. Um, so, you know, there was a difference between a role and an opportunity versus something that you're doing from the heart, because myself and Dion specifically, we grew up, you know, well, Dion grew up in the Myrtle capital of the world, Gary, Indiana. I grew up and probably the closest to that, which is Watts, Compton, South Central L.A., where the Crips and get Bloods and gang rivals and drug dealers and pimps and hustlers and police corruption and abuse gives you the Rodney King, gives you the O.J. Simpson, gives you, you know, all of these different levels, uh, the Rampart Division, the fact that Tupac was killed in Vegas, the fact that Biggie Smalls was killed in, in L.A., there's so many unresolved murders where they got proof and evidence, Nipsey Hussle, they got proof and evidence that the police some way, somehow played a role in killing these black men and women of significance. So for me, again, you could have either done a movie and been preachy or you did a movie where you really take people on this journey that's uncomfortable and unbearable, but yet it keeps you rooting for these characters in this movie on the edge of your seat because you don't want anything to happen to them because you love what they stand for. And and so, yeah, you know, Black and Blue comes out October 24th, which is a Thursday night, and I just hope y'all use all the power and influence y'all can to get people to show up and finally support something that matters. We've seen enough slave movies. It's an, it's it's about time for us to really do a movie and support a movie for the culture that really represents what we're actually dealing with every day. 
Yeah, my name is Wesley Hurt from Win Radio. But my question was for uh, Dion. I wanted to know how it felt to be telling a story like this and you yourself being a black filmmaker. You've been an independent black filmmaker over 15 years. And uh, I was just wondering what it, what it felt like to be able to tell a story like this and be in, be in that chair. Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, it was, um, I was saying earlier on the other call, um, just as an independent filmmaker, I, I was not looking to take any studio movies um, just right. because I have my own voice and I've been carving out um, my own films and speaking to what I want to speak to for so long. But when the script came along and I read it, all of those moments that are inside of the movie now were, were not originally there. Um, that was me sitting down uh, in New Orleans with the script and really placing myself into that world, you know, obviously coming from uh, the environments that we come from, and me, of course, coming from Gary, Indiana, um, I really wanted the movie to resonate and be real. I wanted it to register. I wanted it to be visually stunning. Um, but more importantly, I wanted it to be gritty and a real snapshot of reality in certain moments of the film. And, um, you know, being able to walk on set and have the ability um, from Sony where they were like, hey, look, whatever story you want to tell, tell it. Um, was a blessing for me, man. So diving into the movie every day was great because I was able to kind of grab Tyrese, grab Naomi. We were able to have small sessions where we just talked about the movie, moments where we came to set and the script really wasn't what we wanted to say and we wanted to say it the way we wanted to say it. Um, and really it was a movie that was made for us. And uh, I think that's what's winning with the film right now is that it's actually a piece that speaks directly to the culture. It falls right in the zeitgeist of the culture. Um, it's special, man. It's just special. No one could ever make a film that falls right in line or right in timing with what's going on with the country. That's crazy if you could even think that. Exactly. But the mere fact yeah. that we made this film, and when I started production, which is crazy in New Orleans, um, to two female police officers had just been killed there uh, when mm -hmm. I was actually prepping the film. And I was like, yo, what is going on? And when I started taking the ride and, and going around with the police and learning about the history pre-Katrina, post-Katrina, I was just blown away. And it reminded me so much of Gary, Indiana. It reminded me so much of Chicago, Detroit. I was like, man, this is crazy that people are, you know, subjected to this line of black and blue. And for the life of me, man, I remember when I was a little boy riding in the car with my mom, and if the police got behind us, she like everybody look straight ahead, don't move. You know what I mean? It's like it's like damn, we, you, you know, you know the feeling, and we've been raised that way. And when we made this film, I said, man, I, the first time I really educated myself on why do we feel that way, and why is it that way, and why has that line been like that for so long? And the reality, brother, is it shouldn't be that way. What the movie represents is black and blue, and what Naomi's character represents is someone that blurs the line. She's someone that's saying there should not be black side and the blue side. Not, there should not be a cop versus community. It should not be community versus cop. You should not have to worry that if you call the police, which happened in Dallas, that someone's going to ride over there and shoot somebody. That's, exactly. that's what the movie represents. It represents a change. It represents a narrative. And uh, I think the movie does an extremely good job in terms of balancing that line and basically giving you a movie like Training Day and Sicario where you can scream, yell, jump, 
throw your popcorn, but then at the end of the day, when it's all over, you go like, damn, I got a real message out of that. And the message mm-hmm. is really simple, man. I'm going to tell you without giving you a spoiler. Message is be the change. Everybody has to be accountable today, man. Like, if you see something, say something. And what the movie registers is be the change. You can't change everyone around you. You can't change the crazy dude on Instagram with the robot uh, burner account. You can't change all the people that's doing what they're doing, but you can change yourself. And then what happens is that change begins to reflect on other people that are around you. So that's a dope question, man. I appreciate you. Check out the latest installment of the multi-book series teaching kids about financial literacy. Wesley learns about insurance. Guest starring Broncos Hall of Fame running back Terrell Davis, authored by Prince Dykes, teaching kids the real-life skill sets that matter as they grow older. The third book in the Father-Son Financial Literacy series gives a kid-friendly introduction into the world of insurance. Award-winning and recently stamped by Warren Buffett. Available hardcover, paperback, ebook, and audio online at Amazon, iTunes, Audible, Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com, Tattered Books, and more. Hardcovers are only available at Lulu.com, presented by Alpha One Tax and Wealth and Belco Credit Union.
At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.